Welcome to Make Limited Podcast, where we talk about inspirational people, motivational stories, and what makes us better humans. We are looking into the history of this narrative in search of insight into our future. Our podcast will hit all angles of each story from bad to good, revealing what it takes to climb out of the bottom of the pit. We like to say, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. It's our motto, and we talk about it here. Welcome to Make Limited Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to Make Limited Podcast. I'm so glad you are joining me on another Blueprint episode for our first quarter of the year. If you are new here, welcome. We are so glad you're listening today. Here, you will get insight to be inspired, motivated, and become better humans. Subscribe today and be a part of the Make Limited Podcast team. And talking about subscribing, a huge welcome to our subscribers. Thank you so much for your support. We could not be here without you. I am your host, John, and today we're talking about the blueprint of Canva's co-founder and CEO, Melanie Perkins. All right, so today we're talking about the co-founder and CEO of of Canva, who is Melanie Perkins. Now, who is Melanie Perkins and why are we talking about her and the blueprint of her coming into Canva? Well, first of all, there's a lot of explanation that we need to talk about. But before, let me give you just some background of First of all, what Canva is or who Canva is, right, or what Canva is. And then we're going to talk about Melanie Perkins and we're going to combine it together. This is pretty much an unscripted podcast today. And so we're going to be focusing mainly on points that we saw that were very valuable according to our research that we found on Melanie Perkins. And I'm super excited to show you. So with no further ado, let's go into what is Canva. So in short, Canva is an Australian graphic design platform used to create social media graphics, presentation, posters, documents, and other visual content. And it's an app. It's it's a also uh, it's a software platform that you can find online, Canva.com, and you can use it for so many things. It's just crazy. The point of Canva is to cut out everything that Adobe Premiere, uh, Photoshop does, Lightroom, all that stuff, cut it out, knowing the buttons, knowing first how it works, and focusing on just the design process. And that is why Canva is so, I believe myself, being a user of Canva, a customer of Canva, I find myself that it is so, so valuable. Because again, all you need for Canva is not even, you don't even have to know how to design. All you have to know and bring is your imagination, first of all, and your creativity. And that's all. That's all you need to bring. And you can make like professional templates that are out of this world. And you send, I mean, it's, it's so amazing. There's so much that we can learn from Canva. It is, first of all, it is a $1 billion 
uh, war dollar worth company. I mean, it's just super crazy of where it's at. It has a number, I believe, of 1,500 employees as of February two, uh, 2021. And it has been growing since it started from day one. And it's been growing. They do about 300 million uh, designs a, uh, a month, I believe. Or I'm not sure if it's a day, but I believe it's one of those two. But that's just whether it be a day or just a month. That is mind boggling because you're talking about designs, 300 million designs. And then when they first started, they started off with about 350 designs and they opened it to where they already had about 50K people with early access to sign up for Canva right away when they started. So, I mean, you know, and it's young. Canva is young. They founded this in 2013 and it's growing. It's about, I think it's been already more than 10 years. Um, if my calculations are correct to myself right now, uh, the Canva has been on. And I've been one of the people who have been on Canva since this early time. I remember I was, um, juggling between PicMonkey and Canva and decided which one I wanted to do first. So yes, Canva is a startup. It's a, it's a young startup and it's one of those uh, companies that they call the unicorn companies because it has grown tremendously. And the crazy thing, what we're going to talk about, Melanie, she actually became in 2021 was, was one of the richest women in Australia. And so that in itself is just amazing. So today we're going to talk about Melanie and what are some of the key points that we saw in her life? Uh, because you can read all about her and there's articles that she's written and there's articles written about her and you can just go and do all the stuff. And what we did today, we just nitpicked all the details that we thought were valuable to us on our research and talk about those details because I believe that there's so much to talk about in um, this podcast about just her story that we wouldn't need to like take three, four, five hours to talk about them or just two to four podcasts to talk and just elaborate on all of it because there's so much information and it's it's exciting to see how companies nowadays are growing super fast. But the point is here is to find out, of course, we're calling it the boot plan for Make Lemonade podcast, because we want to know what are some of the things, what are some effective things that people did? And on our recent podcast, we talked about Abraham Lincoln and we talked about his way to presidency and how, you know, what were the three people that we found effective in his life that were inspiration and motivation for him to become that better person that we know him as President Lincoln, right? And there was one thing that we saw that was really valuable to him that was, we called it his secret, but it wasn't really a secret, but people knew him as a person who would read books and he was a self-taught person. And it was just amazing how his books were something that took him far into, but not just his books, there were those people that without them, he would not be where he's at. So that's what we're looking into, Melanie. We're looking into this uh, pinpoint things that we believe created some sort of way or path or helped her to be where she's at at the moment. So, yes, this is a an amazing company. If you haven't used it, if you haven't heard, you can use it for social media. You can use it for your business. You can use it for email. I mean, you can pretty much create anything 
on Canva. And it's just that amazing. It's even competing against Adobe. It's one of its competitors and it's just so amazing. And it's it's mind mind blowing with what you can do with Canva. I mean, it's just crazy. They're really getting into already video as well, so you can also do video on Canva. So it's just so much. The potential is so much. So now let's look into Melanie. Let's talk about just a little bit about Melanie, who she is, and what she does um, in her life. So let's look at Melanie, and let's let's just look. At some of the things that we can see in her life to be uh, right now. So, Madeline Perkins is an Australian technology entrepreneur who is the chief executive officer and co-founder of Canva. Perkins is one of the youngest female CEOs of a tech startup valued over $1 billion. This is what we talked about as of May 2021. Uh, Perkins was uh, one of Australia's richest women. She is right now at the age of, she's 35 years old. Uh, her net worth is 6.5. Uh, she is married to Cliff. And she went to the University of Western Australia. And funny with that, which is one of the things that I just want to go and talk about right off the bat, is that even though here in our in our research, we found that she did go to school um, she ended up going to the school for, I believe it was, um, communication, psychology, and, and commerce, but she ended up dropping out of school. That's right. She ended up dropping out of school. Now, I don't want to encourage for you to drop out of school because you believe you, you want to do something, but what I do encourage is the know that you have a different way that you need to get educated to reach your purpose. And this is one of the things that we're going to head on because we know that education is important, but where and in what you get educated is more important because if you just go to school and you just, you know, get a degree and nothing, well, you're going to be doing nothing uh, and you're going to have to look for something in that degree. So it's always better to be purposeful when you're going to college and looking at what you want to do and if college is not an option and you can learn and just get certificates on the process that you want to go to then go to that one of the main things that i've learned through melanie perkins and through other people that i have studied is that knowing the business is super important whatever business you're going to be in knowing all about it and just getting deep down into it it's going to be crucial for your success in it and to reach your goals that you want to do. So, yes, Melanie Perkins did drop out of uh, the University of Australia because she wanted to start a business where she saw there was a problem. And the problem was that as she was a tutor in, in the Western Australia for in design, she was a tutor and she would teach uh, she would tutor people to learn adobe photoshop and so on and so forth and the thing here that happened is that she found that people would take a whole semester or they would take all year to just learn where all the buttons were at and this is one of the things that she claims that inspired her to start her path towards canva but she started first with fusion books which was a I would say like a prototype of Canva, but it dealt with yearbooks. So what they would do is create yearbooks for schools 
and the the school had the option to really go on the website have a whole team from their department go to this website be able to connect share designs and just drag and drop drag and drop pictures move formats around very simple and it just helped teachers that would take all year uh, to make this yearbooks it would take them now less time and they would be able to print it they would uh, well the fusion books would print it and they would give it to them and all those stuff so it was a great great process and it was about five years that they were able to keep that running and they were making into the millions uh, one million I think to two million in, in revenue a year so it was super amazing to see this uh, from a certain problem where she says you know find a niche and and get that niche to be something that you're solving a problem for people and that was her point of view so from my point of view what I saw in her life was that uh, she did have educated parents one of her parents was a teacher one of her parents was an engineer so in a way that set up her path for her parents to be open for her to really explore her life in education and in business to be able to move forward in that and her parents were a huge uh, support for her fusion book company because that's where they started literally in her mom's living room and that's where it all started if they didn't have the help it was going to be very hard for them to get it not saying that they couldn't do it but it just was going to be a, a little harder to um to get it started and now at this time she did uh, partner up with her boyfriend at the time which is now her husband uh in 2021 they got uh engaged and and uh believe married already and so uh yes so her parents were huge, huge supporters of what she was doing. So this was things that helped her along the way that were super crucial. So if you're, if you're a parent, you're supporting your kids on what they're doing and you see that it's something that it's good for them and you want to support it, support it a hundred percent because you never know how far they can get in their life with just believing in something that they want to solve in a world and know that it's something that needs to be solved okay so now that we got into the part of just talking about uh, Melanie and what things you know from the process to get to uh, fusion books which later on turned into uh, Canva with an idea that through investors and through time were able to transition to canva and a able to get canva going and so that is a story in itself but i don't want to hit those points but the points that i want to hit is that it's very important to know who Melanie perkins was and Melanie perkins being a person uh seeing all her interviews reading her um her in a sense article that she wrote I was able to understand a little bit about her and one of the things that I got was that she was she is an unusual thinker and I find this in very different ways and my explanation of an unusual thinker is uh, for example looking at something in a very simple way without any judgment or how simple it is but it works for you so my explanation for that is very simple People see things a certain way, and for her, she started seeing that. But in her simple problem solving, 
she saw that there was a need even though people and investors were telling her you know what you can't compete against adobe you can't do it whatever you're trying to do it's like you don't have enough back you don't have a team you don't have enough people blah blah blah. all the things that they told her that that she took long and it was hard for her to listen to rejection constantly but she was able to have a simple understanding of how things worked her way so that she could move forward and one of the things that we see it is when uh, when she thought about the process of just having a solution where people would leave everything about learning about Adobe and focus just on design which was very scary for a lot of companies because I mean you're going against a big company like Adobe and you're saying that you're gonna stand uh, you know you're gonna stand with them because you know you can you know make it and you can manage right so that's a huge thing and one of the things that she says is dream big have big goals and when you reach them celebrate them in your own unique way and this simple thinking of her and turning things around to what she understood them as is something that I believe was key to her success and one of the things that she did when she would have an investors tell her that she wasn't you know they weren't going to invest in her company because her startup because it wasn't you know there wasn't enough information or there wasn't enough collateral or anything that they could make but they started realizing that the people that were rejecting them and telling them you know what we need this for your company to have in order for us to invest in it what they did is that they grabbed that even though it hurt even though it was painful even though all these things were happening they grabbed it and they went back and they thought about the things that people were asking them and why, why they were being rejected and the conclusion for that is that they actually understood that what they were receiving was not rejection but what they were receiving was advice so what did they do so they actually instead of going to people and asking if they would want to invest they were actually actually asking people if uh, who were investors in the industry for uh, tech startup techs started asking them do you have any advice for us and that changed the game for them why because it started letting them really look at their blueprint at their map at their business plan and revise it everything and it did two things for them it, number one which is the most important one it actually let them know what they were about what really was Canva about and then secondly it got them to be better at their business plan and learn more about the business which turned to attract the investors that they needed and they were able to raise I believe uh, over one million dollars in interest and the beautiful thing is that Australia wanted them to stay uh, there uh, in Australia in Sydney Australia so the government or the the people in Australia um, actually gave them a grant to match the in, the investment uh, amount where and they ended up having like three point something mil of money to start their Canva business 
And it was very, very interesting how that just unusual thinking changed the game. And so I see this a lot in their in their area of Canva and how they do business, where they look at life very different, very different, unusual. Many people would get offended. Many people would just, you know, uh, back down and, and be like, well, you know what? I don't want to go with this. This is not the place we should invest. We should go somewhere. But they stood there. They, pres they, they One of the things that she likes to say a lot on her interviews is she persisted. She was persistent in what she was doing. And it wasn't about if there was no way. It was about, about figuring out what they needed because all they did was ask questions. If they didn't know something, if somebody was leading them and somebody was advising them, they didn't think of themselves better. They didn't, they didn't think of themselves more. All they did was listen to advice and ask it. And it's one of the things here at Make Lemon Podcast that we talk about a lot, and that is if you want to make the best decision, ask so many people that are in that industry or in that uh, certain objective, ask so many people, many, many, many people, ask them what their advice is. And ultimately, you're going to start getting what is best for your company what is what you're really thinking about and you're going to start discovering and revising your idea revising your plan and that's one thing that they did over and over and over and over again and that is revise and it's the same thing that happens if you are writing one of the things i love is about writing is about revision and i hate it and i love it. it's like a hate love relationship because you have to understand that when you write your first outline, your first <laughs> writing is never going to be your best until you have like people read it, revise it, and people read it, revise it. And then finally you read it and it's just good for you to go. It's the best. And so let's look at a little deeper in some of the things that uh, Melanie Perkins did here. And so one of the things that we say is that she saw something she wanted to fix. Of course, design. She saw that there was a better way to do things. And this is again going back to that usual thing. And one of the things that I say about this is that it's very interesting when you come into a part where um, where success is seen as a certain way in certain patterns. And um, I have here something that I wrote that talks about that. And let me see real fast here. I am looking through my notes. And so, okay, I found it. Okay, so she saw something she wanted to fix. And, and this is what it was, a design, right? So she saw something different than what other people saw it as. And so many times in our lives, we're going to get people that see things a certain way because that's the way it's always been done. And they don't see another way. And that's okay. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But what you have to understand is that you understand things a certain way. So the way that you have to, so what you have to do is figure out a way that you can share what you know to let people know the way that you see things. 
And that's exactly what Canva was about. When she, what Perkins, what she looked at here is that there has to be something easier that I can do to share this design and I have a vision and I, I have a goal and this is what I need. This is what I want because this is the way I see my world. And sure enough, it came to life, her vision, it manifested. And again, we talked about that she was a dropout of, of college she started a business with no experience uh, on on building a really, really big business like Canva. And her experience was through learning the process. And she had to learn it through the hard way. And it took time. It took a while. But it took a lot of mistakes. But they were able to, again, one of the biggest things is revise what they did. Another thing that I see here that... Uh, that Perkins did, she took advice from people that understood the industry and updated and revised the plan. That's one thing we talked about. Again, she adapted, she adapted and she moved forward. It's one of the things that, you know, I believe were really effective. Adapt and move forward. And, and I said over and over again, if you're not moving, you're not growing. And so move, adapt and grow. So, and this was so important for her because she got rejected hundreds of times by many investors uh, to invest in her company. And it was very important for her because that helped her grow and improve instead of just bulking down. Uh, we also learned from her that uh, big goals are super important, okay? But this is the important part to learn big goals. You're going to have losses and you're going to have wins. That's a given. But with each one, with each win towards your goal. So when you lose, right, you lose. But when you win with each win that you have, there's always going to be a process that you need to get to another win. And that's an ongoing thing because you're going to have a big goal. And with that big goal, you chop it down into little pieces so that you can accomplish. One of the things that we say is how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So this part is super important. When you fail, you learn from it. Again, you adapt, right? You you update, you revise, and you move forward. When you win, know that there's always a process to reaching your next goal. So you pass the first level, time to go to the second level, and third and fourth until you reach your main goal and finish. But each win, you're celebrating it in your own unique way. And um, another thing that we learned was that, let's see what we have here. Okay, so the right people will get you where you need to be. The right people will get you to where you need to be. And and this is something important for her because when she was when she went to meet the person who was had the network and resource for her, um, they told her she met with one of the with the people, the guy introduced her to a guy that created um, Google Maps that were helping her uh, into her and to finding a team and advised her, became her, her advisor for her tech, right? And told her, get a team, get a tech team, and so that you can build uh, Canva. And so her resource and having that advice 
were people who were in the industry they were the right people that were able to advise her they were able to grow her company because she got two other people that because she actually took like three months in la she got a visa to come to the united states she she was three months when she was supposed to only stay for two weeks she stayed for three months she spent about nine thousand dollars staying uh in california san francisco with her brother at that time who was going to college uh in the door in her apartment i mean his apartment i mean and went back she interviewed so many people but the person the person that was the advisor from google maps um uh, told her you know what you bring them to me and i'll tell you if they are good uh a good case for your company well through the whole three months she brought him a bunch of tech she was hiring she was every single thing as much tech as she could and he said no to all of them until there were uh, two other Google persons that they introduced to them that actually became part of their team and were able to create Canva and make it 10 times better. So again, the right people will get you where you need to be. The right people. And they were able to get the right people for their team and because one of the people that actually, um, well, the two of them uh, are from Google and they were top of the line people from Google that were actually... Uh, lead positions and were able to get her business started and all her tech and her team and teach them and grow because they already had been part of people which you know which lead which gives me to to go into this one part where find people who are a hundred percent committed to what they do and will do the same for you that is super important to find in your team as well as getting the right people. A uh, second thing that we saw was that the prototype reveals your weakness and strength. Use them for your advantage. And this is the thing that we saw with, uh, with Perkins and Fusion Books is that it was their prototype to their business for Canva. They learned everything about business and growing because they grew really big with just fusion books. They were in all over Australia and they went into France and they went to another country. I'm not sure what the country was, but they went to another country and they were making good money with fusion books. But they learned every step with Fusion Books business, everything they had to do, learn and how to produce things and how to do things and how to, you know, uh, get the website going and how to talk to people and how to connect all these things that they tried and they learned because it was a part of what they were doing. That's why I say education is important, but in what you're educating yourself in is more important than that just getting an education. Okay, it's a step forward, making sure you know what you want, where you want to go, and where you want to be. Super important. And the next things that I see here is great network can bring you great resource, and great resource can bring you solutions. And that's one thing that I saw in every step of their life. Every step of their life, they were going to conventions. They were going to like as much possible hanging out with the much people who were like them and finding people and really being 100% on their work on their plans and presenting that to others and so the other people who were interested in their work had the network had the resource and were able to find them solutions yes they had to do a bunch of work but ultimately the people who were the ones 
there who they found as their network where people are the ones who is getting them solutions. So if your network were someone, make sure that they have connections and they can get you resources that you need in your area. Whether it be well, whether it be in your area or another town, another state or another country, because literally she is from Australia and Canva is um, their headquarters is in Australia. And they've grown so much all over the world. And they are again, they have about, I believe it was uh, uh, 1,500 employees as of February 2021 and they're still hiring and so uh, they're growing they're growing amazingly and so these resources found them solutions her husband found her solution her and her team in the time of growth in the time that they needed to grow everything was done accordingly when their plan was successful when they needed to go to the next step they would go to places to find people resources that or network that could get them resources and ultimately those resources would give them solutions so when in doubt find network let the resource be found and solution will come lastly looking through a different perspective doesn't mean you're wrong it just means you have another way that works for you that is easier and sharing that with the earth can be prosperous and we talked about this and it's one of the things that we really admire about Melanie Perkins when it came to uh, her getting Canva on its feet getting Canva to start now of course one of the most important things is that she had people who supported her through this whole stage because when she was looking for investors and she went all the way to um, Silicon uh, um, San Francisco's, uh, I forget the, the, the town, uh, it was Silicon, uh, something like that, Silicon. Anyways, it's where the tech, everyone knows where this tech is at. And she talked to this person and she had to go by herself. She had to get an airplane, talk to this person, pretend like you're talking about make it to you, uh, fake it to you, make it kind of thing that they try to do. And they realized that. It's little techniques and little things that you need to know that connects you to people. And so, for example, when they're investors, one of the things that they did to really connect with other investors, sports. Uh, and I believe it was sky, uh, sky surfing, sky, uh, kite surfing, I think, I believe. It's one of the things that she had to learn. Uh, she was a little afraid of it, but she was daring enough to go in there and talk to more investors. And this is one way that they were able to learn by networking and talking and really commuting with other people. And she had to do this on, on her own, but she could not just run a fusion books by herself. It was her boyfriend at the time that and her family and her team that they had hired that were able to take care of that part while she was taking care of this other part. And one of the things that I saw a lot from her was that she was always prepared 100%, even if it was over-prepared. Excuse me. <coughs> Too much talking here. All right. So, yes, she was always prepared. And it was really interesting to see that her hard work and persistence to keep on going 
was foundation to Canva. But not only that, having people who supported her <clears throat> and having people who would um, be able to help her. and Because, I mean, think about it. If she didn't have a brother in San Francisco, she would have to pay to stay at a hotel or a motel or somewhere, you know, or, you know, have an embarrassment where she would have had to ask one of the investors or the investor that she was there for um, <clears throat> if she could stay the two weeks that she had planned. And then how would that look after she stayed for three months? So having her brother stay in San Francisco was uh, crucial to her success for Canva. Having her boyfriend, her mom, her boy, her boyfriend's parents knowing each other and really trying to make over here fusion uh, books grow was crucial as well. But she had to do her part in knowing what she was saying, creating a presentation, knowing, researching about the people over there and all this stuff so that she could be in some way <clears throat> uh, relative to their culture and what was really important so again there's a lot of stuff that we can learn from her process and going but these are the main things that I saw that were very crucial for success and you know one of the things that I believe that holds a lot of people back is that they believe that some things that they teach or some things that they want to show the world is foolish <clears throat> but let me, te let me teach you something about foolish the thing about foolish is I encourage foolish. Now, this is my foolish encouragement. Be foolish for it shames the wise or things that think themselves wise. So it will work and make people interested to watch. Now, we've seen this so many times. So many times we ask ourselves, <clears throat> I can't believe, especially on TikTok, you know, people have millions of views and they're just dancing and people are doing this and people are doing that. But yet, they're the ones growing and we're the ones hating and talking, right? But they're the ones growing. So if you do have something that you're dreaming and it's a goal and you want to start a business or you want to go to school or you want to, you know, become a photographer or you want to become a doctor or you know what, you want to be a social media. And it may sound foolish. It may sound foolish for you, for others. But if you believe in it enough, but if you want it enough, and you're willing to go and research and know everything about the business and build one, then your foolish will be wise. Because other people who think of themselves wise will find themselves looking back at something that you did that was successful. Now, I'm not saying go do dumb stuff and, and just be ridiculous. Foolish are things that people see as non-common. Not common, not normal, not... Something that you see on an everyday basis. That's why it's foolish. But there has been so many businesses just like Canva where people thought about it foolish. People thought about it not an interesting, not worthy. And it was just focused on design instead of knowing how to design. Because in no way did she ever imagine, did, did Perkins ever imagine that they would have over 3 million designs being made where people can go in there and just drop and drag drop and drag and create an amazing product so again 
look into it. We talked about everything that she was going through. You can even go and read her her articles or people's articles about their about her, her team, and what it took for them to go there. And she talks about it in a bunch of videos that that about the story. But one of the main points here that we see it was that her persistence that she knew she wanted, she knew what she she saw, the main vision of just making design easy where you just need to bring your imagination, your creativity was her focus. And that's exactly what she got. But it took hard work. It took a lot of emotional uh, damage per se. But she didn't let that emotional damage affect her, but instead she turned it around into something good as a revision for her plan so that she could be more focal onto where she wanted Canva to go and the direction Canva was going. And so that is our story for today with Melanie Perkins, the CEO and co-founder of Canva. All right, you have reached the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on Make Limited Podcast. I hope that you are inspired, motivated to be better humans. Remember that you can reach us on Facebook, on my page at Make Limited Podcast, or on our website on makelimitedpodcast.com. Let us know how Make Limited Podcast is making you a better human. Catch us on our next episode where we'll be talking about the blueprint of what made George Washington great. It's going to be incredible. Until then, stay awesome, and I'll be talking to you later. Peace.